Hey to everybody out there in podcast land. This is Lee Word from the Comic Book Bullies. And I usually start off the episode with a funny sketch or skit or something to kind of get the ball rolling for the episode coming up. But I feel like this time I think we might need to put a disclaimer up for this episode. Now, don't get me wrong. This is going to be a great episode. We have a lot of funny stuff going on. Eli and I talk about a lot of topics, wide ranges, and we even review comic books that happened this week. Uh, but of course, for those listening yesterday, of course, you know that the Jacksonville Landing mass shooting happened uh, at the Madden 19 tournament. And we do address it in length, but I just want to let you know that it is a good bit of part of the beginning of the podcast. So if there's something you don't want to listen to or you feel uncomfortable with the subject, feel free to skip ahead past the beginning of the podcast and listen to the rest of it. Or if you really feel that strongly about it, feel free not to listen to podcasts at all and just join us back next week. That being said, we're going to get on with the show and hope you stick around for the whole thing. And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Yep, and we're back with another episode, and it seemed like the crazy stuff happened like the weekend, even though it seemed like a pretty boring week for the for the remainder of the time. For, first off, we have a lot oh, of... happened today, like today. Yeah, today, like right before we were prepping for the show and I had it exactly how I was going to do it, and then breaking news just dropped out of nowhere. We're going to address that in a second. First thing, Eli, I guess we want to drop the the celebrity deaths that happened this week, which was a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, I yeah. forget how many. Like I said, we have, uh, Rob, we, let's start with, you know, Robin Leach. Oh, shit, I forgot all about him. Yeah, Robin Leach died, uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Uh, sad, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen an episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, never even what channel it came on. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, but if you're a kid in the 80s, you heard of the show. Yeah, the 80s was the me generation where everybody wanted to be rich and famous. Yeah, well, like, still do. <laughs> what happened that to was the yuppies, like... man? You know? <laughs> I don't know. I, but it, it made way for MTV Crib, so, you know. It pretty much. That's what it was. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. <laughs> it, was like the M- white, it was the white MTV Crib. Right. Funny <laughs> <laughs> thing about MTV Crib that, uh, okay, did you ever see the R. Kelly, uh, R. Kelly tape? The R. Kelly? No, I haven't. I've like I've never I, seen it. Like I've never watched. Like I've seen like clips of. You talking about the P one or? or yeah. Just... What, what other one did he make? Oh, <laughs> oh that's the one. The one that when he was in the cribs or whatever. No. Right. They, I, okay. I've seen like clips. I haven't like actually sat down and like you know like, you know. Well, it's like it, it's like the you know it's like the Kim Kardashian porn. I never actually watched it, but I've seen like clips. Okay. You know? Well, anyway, what I was getting to that the the same house that he had the tape was the same house that they were touring in MTV Cribs. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how you know, like, yeah, he can't deny that it's not his house, so. Yeah. Did you ever see the, the Red Man episode? <laughs> nah, what happened with Red Man? 
they just went to his apartment. He had like a little ass apartment, and like it was like porn DVDs on the on the floor by his TV and shit. That, sound, like, that sounds like Red Man. It was funny. As <laughs> I don't hell. know if he's like. It doesn't even sound like he's joking. It's like, no, that's really him. So yeah, and here's my porn collection. <laughs> oh, shit. next one we have. Uh, damn, who was that other guy? Before we get to the other one, Neil Simon. Yep, Neil Simon. Okay, there was another guy other than him. Neil Simon, I'll be honest with you, Eli, I have no idea. I heard the name. I don't know what he's famous for. Oh, uh, The Odd Couple, probably the oh, most. Oh, he did that? Yeah, he was a playwright. Okay. And then a lot of his plays got turned into, like, you know, Biloxi Blues, uh, Lost in Yonkers, you know, and them Jewish comedian. Uh, you like know, Mel Brooks. And... Yeah, yeah, he worked with Mel Brooks, too, on uh, on Mel Brooks's Variety Hour or whatever the fuck it's called. So, and he was... But yeah, but he's mostly famous for the Odd Couple. He wrote the play, which got turned into the TV show, and yada yada yada. You know. Okay. So. Yeah, rest in peace, to Neil Simon. I'm pretty yeah. much, I'm pretty sure I'm missing somebody else, but also who passed this weekend was John McCain. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. John McCain. Uh, to be honest with you, about John McCain, I don't really know a lot about John McCain. I feel like I should, but I don't. I only <laughs> know John McCain through his political adversaries. You know. He ran against Obama in 08. Okay, I know that. Uh, he ran against Trump in 2016. So we know about that, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, I know he has, like, a very good record. But um, as far as, like, he's had sort of a turbulent relationship with Native Americans, especially the Navajo, because he was the senator of Arizona. That's where the Navajo Apache. And it's, it's kind of sad because, like, he also did a lot of, he fought for Native rights and, the Native Religious, uh, the American Indian Religious Act. I know he supported that, but then just a couple of years ago, he sold off some sacred lands in, on the Navajo Nation for a copper mine. So there was a bunch of protests about that, and um, kind, kind of tarnished his legacy in a little, a little. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's it's hard, it's hard to 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 root for the guy when he. It was the oldest trick in the book. You know, he did all this cool stuff for natives, and then he goes and steals their land at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, really, guy? Really? Yeah, the no. oldest trick in the book, like you said. So. <laughs> you know, so, of course, you know, in my feed, I've been see, I've been like, you know, I, I, and I've been kind of neutral. I've been, you know, I'm not, I'm, 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 I'm being nice about it. But right. there's, there's many that are, I've seen memes and I'm like, okay, uh, I, do I want to say too soon or? <laughs> right. Like, just, but then again, he also, I also agreed with a bunch of shit he did. You know, I mean, he was a he was a POW. He he was went to Vietnam and got shot down and spent like what six years in a POW prison. And yeah. They, they tortured him, and so he was like a strong op- opponent against torture. Like he he didn't want, you know. Like waterboarding and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he was against that, and which I thought was really cool. And he says because you know why, if we do that, then we're becoming just like the enemies. You know? So um, I I always admired that about it. And plus, they also said that torture isn't doesn't really work anyway. Like if you're trying to get information out of somebody, people would just say anything just to make the pain stop. You know, so you yeah, can't trust exactly. anything they say. Yeah. And it was just cool. Like it always reminded me of like you know. Relating this to geek topics, uh, uh, the, the Clone Wars, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. There was epi- They always argued about, you know, 
war being not the Jedi way, and that the Jedi were supposed to be peacekeepers, and the Jedi Code, Anakin was always saying that, the Jedi Code uh, stops us from attaining victory a lot, and, you know, but then there's always Obi-Wan and Yoda like, hey, we can't change who the fuck we are, or else what are we fighting for? If we become just like our enemies, then what's this all about? You know, we're no better than them. So, this, you know, so that was always cool. I, I did admire that about him. That must be know? from the cartoon. Yeah, from the... Because the, the movie's the, never hinting at that. Oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess, yeah, I don't want to badmouth the guy, so that's why I'll, I'll say something nice about him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, I, I don't have any... I don't know enough to say anything good or bad about Will. I mean, in the last couple months when he knew his health was failing i mean he basically said he doesn't want trump anyway he pretty much banned trump from his funeral you know oh yeah and then he also voted against appealing the the affordable care act you know because they were trying to go they were trying to abolish obamacare he voted against it like no we're keeping this shit so, so that so, so there you go i mean he, i mean he at the end of the day he, he was a complicated person he was a human he wasn't you know perfect you know yeah. and like yeah. most people are well, all, everybody is. I mean, not most people, but everybody is. Everybody's not perfect. So, yeah, he has some flaws to him that, you know, uh, Eli addressed. And he also did some good things. And also because he, you know, was a politician that got some things, you know, done. Or at least stood in the way of some things also. So, you know, good good thing for John McCain. Uh, yeah, now, now we can get to the other part of the story. Like the other, you know, passing that happened this weekend was the, the Jacksonville shooting that happened today. I mean, you're going to hear about this yesterday, but it happened for us today because the news just broke. Uh, it happened basically at a Madden tournament. You know, it was about, I think it said a capacity of 200 people. They said it was around 200 people there and stuff like that. And basically, the shooter was one of the contestants. He was one of the tournament uh, entries. Uh, mm -hmm. They say he lost and got into the argument with somebody and came back and you know, and you start shooting. And there is audio floating around here. We're not going to play the audio or anything like that. I heard yeah. it by accident. I so did I. Yeah, it's really yeah. disturbing. Yeah, I, I like, because when I, cause when I first heard about it, it was, it was today, remember? I, I was like, dude, did you hear about this? And I just heard, I just saw like one article. Yeah, you know? I mean, when you posted it, was, it, it happened like 30 minutes before you posted. Yeah, like I just heard about it. There wasn't a lot of coverage on it yet. So I asked you about it, like, what's up with this? And you didn't know. And then... Gomer posted that thing. Right. And, almost, and that, almost like five minutes in between. And I was like, why, why are y'all both posting this at the same time? Yeah, and then I clicked on it thinking it was like a news, like some news footage. And it was that live stream. And it, I was like, oh, shit. And, yeah, it was the audio. And I was like, oh, man. I, yeah, so I didn't plan on listening to that. But, yeah, it was – yeah, it was really it really bummed me out. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just something you really don't want to hear. There's no video of it, and maybe there's some video leaking around, but it hasn't been exposed yet. But the audio is enough to like really, you know, make your blood yeah. make your skin crawl. Yeah. So I just want to clear some things because you hear some stuff in the news right now. Like I said, he was a contestant at the tournament. Uh, I'm not gonna give his name because, like I said, the guy's an asshole. I know he. They say he's from Baltimore. And he, you know, came down there, flew down there, or somehow came down there by the tournament. So, yeah, all this thing is messed up. Now, I want you to know that people are saying, you know, there are four died and there are 11 wounded. Now, I want you to understand that three people were shot. The fourth one, they're including him. 
Okay. Right, because they say basically after what happened, he committed suicide. They're saying he turned the gun on himself. So three people died plus him. They're saying everybody's going through, but they don't know. Some people may be, you know, we, we just have to know about this. Like, like I said, the whole thing is still it's still unfolding. So we don't know all yeah, the full know. details of everything. And so, and that's the thing. I've been listening. To, I've been listening to this report all day just to see exactly what the hell is going on with this because you know how this always goes. It's another mass shooting we have going on in America, and we always think it's just one place where it won't happen. It won't happen here. Maybe we'll be safe here. Maybe we'll be safe there. This happened at a video game tournament. Yeah, it's it's getting so common that no place is safe. I mean, it used to be just. Schools or restaurants now, and it's office buildings, movie theaters, movie theaters you know. and, and concerts, and it's like, you know, it's such a common occurrence now that it's just like it's it's fucking frustrating and sad, and 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 yeah, and what's also frustrating is that everybody, it, the gun issue only comes up when a mass shooting happens. Right. When in Jacksonville, like the other day. At a football, high school football game. Yeah, like the day before. I, the yes. mayor was talking about it like we had first that incident, then this incident. No. Yeah. I mean, like, the, it's not just mass shootings. I mean, somebody in the urban areas, someone's getting shot as we speak right now. Right. I mean, yeah, we're talking about mass shootings. Mass shootings are happening there a lot, you know. Yeah. There's like somebody getting shot all the time, constantly in this country. It's not just mass shootings. I mean, here's the thing. Like, if you count those as mass shootings, like what we just talked about in urban communities, they're saying it's about 238 deaths of that right now. This is the 234th day of the year. Yeah. So it's it's getting kind of out of sand. Like, you can look up the numbers right now, but it's 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 kind of crazy what's going on right now. And, and the thing is, Eli, like, they we talk about gun control, but, you know, you always got that side that always say, don't blame the guns or this is the wrong time to talk about it. Like when is the right time to talk about it? Like yeah. this situation yeah. doesn't seem to be getting any better. It seems to be getting worse. And now you can say that, okay, if you try this, this won't work. And if you take away these guns, this won't work. And if you outlaw guns, only outlaws will have guns. I, I get all that. But the thing is, since these mass shootings been happening and been getting national news, nothing has been done. No. So how do you expect anything to change or anything to improve or get worse if you do nothing? If you just sit on your ass and wait for the next mass shooting to happen, which could be at this point anywhere. Yeah. I mean, what what do you call it when you do the same thing over and over and over again expecting different results? That's called insanity. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now. It's insanity. Yeah. That's a that's an Einstein quote, I believe. Is it? <laughs> I'm I think smart. So. Okay. <laughs> you quote nine side, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. You learn something on the comic book bullies. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I I totally agree. I think. I mean, and I've gotten into this discussion too. I mean, I, you know, yeah. The the whole thing about gun control. It's not about getting rid of guns. It's about reducing gun violence. Is what we're trying to do. You know, we're not trying to eliminate murder. You know, because right. they keep saying, "Oh, well, then somebody will murder somebody with a." With 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 a with a knife or an alligator or whatever. Or a bomb. Or they'll run over <laughs> with their car. Yeah, like ban car. I mean, that's just a stupid false equivalency argument that just you know is, has no merit. But you know, to me, it, there there's a mentality, and I think there's a connection. And I'm not going to say I mean this might be a controversial statement, but there's got to be a, there's there's there there's a a comparison to how we are how our mindset is. Like we are violent like reactionary p 
people in this country. You know, we we're we're always about oh we're gonna fuck that motherfucker up, or kick his ass like that. Seems or look to be at the our only... entertainment, action yeah. movies, guns, rap music. Yeah, but it's all. It seems like we always want to solve some sort of problem with violence. You know, you know what I'm saying. And then you have this video game tournament where I'm sure people were, you know, talking shit, and no one knows how to fucking squash nothing because we don't know how to fucking, you know, resolve conflict maturely. You know, (laughs) I mean, we see it on social media. It's just people basically bitching at each other. You know. Right. Tell, telling each other to fuck off and not backing down and you know that that seems to be our mentality and then you throw throwing a then throw guns into that mix and what you, <laughs> right you know what I mean? you so know? it's not adding up and the thing is it's like you said instead of video game tournament now you know like I know that they're not gonna blame the guns on this they're gonna <laughs> no. blame video games on this and that's why I said that's a controversial statement because I'm not saying no this it was video games that caused this I'm like no the the video game community you know. That, that the online gaming community, the shit that they talk to each other. Right. <laughs> I had know? to quit playing, man. I heard so many N words on there the whole time. They're so like, you know what? Fuck it, man. I'm done with Halo. Who shit? Yeah, just 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 people just just sore winners. The winners are just you know we we celebrate you know bullying on that. I mean, you know, it, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, I you know they have the yeah, I play Battlefront and they have those emojis where you can like laugh at somebody when you kill them and shit. Right. You know, it's like really Fortnite. You, you dance every time you shoot somebody. You know your team. Yeah, like, now that's why I was saying, Eli. Imagine like this is a Madden tournament, right? Now, mm-hmm. Madden is not a violent game. It's it's yeah, safer than the real thing. Yeah. You know, but what if this was a Call of Duty tournament? Oh yeah. And yeah. this happened. That would change the entire narrative of what we're doing right now. They would completely forget about none. They would come after the video games. Mm-hmm. Because they say, oh, it breeds this male toxicity, or you know, they're, they're, this is what happens when you play video games. They all mentally, because they've been trying to bring up this thing that like video games make you mentally ill the whole time. So if that would have happened, they're gonna have, and they're gonna try to turn it on video games anyway. I see it happening because they always point the finger at everybody else except guns. Now yeah. let me dig a little bit deeper in this. Let me get off the Madden and video game shit and stuff like that. Like I said, I heard the video. I, I mean, I, I heard the audio, and it was disturbing. But I do have to bring up something in the audio that, that caught my attention, Eli. Now, the gunshots, it were 11 gunshots in, in, the, in the audio. Okay. So they're not releasing what kind of gun it is, but a lot of people are saying he had a handgun. Now, a lot of times, this whole gun control thing, we're trying to say we want to make it harder for people to get their hands on automatic weapons and things like that. Like I said, what I was hearing was single shots. But my thing is, a single handgun he had, or a revolver he had, anything like that, what he might have had. They only hold like what six, seven shots. Yeah, well, I had like some nine millimeters can hold up to like fourteen, fifteen. Okay, like, that's what I was. That's what I was wondering. Like a Beretta, I think a Beretta can hold up to. That's what I was wondering because I was like, if, if you have six or seven shots in a gun, how are you firing eleven shots? I didn't hear a reload, didn't hear a pause, anything like that. I heard eleven shots, so. That could be a problem right there. Like, how is he getting his hands on a gun that can fire off that many shots without reloading? Mm-hmm. You know, with people running around and over th- over things like that. So, that that's really disturbing. It's it's another point I was gonna make with that also, but I can't remember what I was gonna say. Um, I mean, I think yeah. I mean, the argument is let's 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 you know make it illegal for people to have high capacity weapons like the AR-15s and stuff like and, that. And, and they did that. They they actually did that. 
But then they're, I'm sure they're going to say, oh, well, this guy had a handgun. Right, and that's the thing. They said he had a handgun, and we, we never brought up this situation with handguns. So let's say if he had a handgun. Let's say if he had a handgun you said he had, like a Beretta, you know, that holds uh, high-capacity rounds. We got to bring up another situation. We have to be at fault with this because this Jacksonville Madden tournament was actually sanctioned by Electronic Arts. Mm -hmm. So it was an official game tournament. So another question we do have to ask, and I'm not gonna blame all the, I'm not gonna blame it all on guns this time. I do have to ask, where was the security? Yeah. Because yeah. You, you had about 200 people in that building. You had about 100 people outside of the building. They say he was shooting outside of the building also. Like it was a pizza place that was right there and they were running and screaming because they heard what was happening. So where was the security? You don't have to necessarily pat down everybody that's coming in. But if a situation happened like that where there is an active shooter, there should be somebody there trained. Maybe with the arm, maybe with the gun, maybe not the gun, maybe with a stun gun or something like that to police that event. Especially yeah. if it's a sanctioned event where, you know, you're going to imagine like this Street Fighter tournament I was telling you about in Las Vegas, Mandalay Bay, when it was proud capacity of a thousand thousand people. And imagine there was no security there and something like this happened there. Yeah. Well, I used to do security for a club and yeah, we do a light pat down. You know, just to make sure no one's right. And, you know, and I'm not even saying you. And I understand, like in a nightclub, you want to do that because you get alcohol in your system. Yeah. Stuff might happen. And I'm not saying you got to pat down everybody at every single video game tournament or Smash Brothers or Madden anything like that. I'm just saying, if a guy is on the scene and there's an active shooter, you have somebody on the scene trained to handle this situation. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean. At big giant, yeah, at big giant concerts, like yeah, when there's a bigger, uh, a bigger crowd, yeah. I mean, we never did. I mean, we, we never had anybody armed in our club. <laughs> but I'm just but, saying, but, but they're in Florida. Florida is an open carry state. Yeah, yeah, they got the was it the right to what's that law right to stand your ground, stand your ground, or you whatever know. the fuck. Yeah, so Florida loves their guns. I mean. Let's just be honest. It's a lot of there's been a lot of gun violence in Florida. Mm -hmm. The Orlando nightclub, uh, that girl from that talent show, she was down there doing the show, signing orders. A guy came up with a shotgun, just shot yeah, up like blank. Right. I can't remember her name. Yeah, her. So, and like you said, the the football game the day before. So there seems to be a Trayvon Martin. We can keep going with this. So there's a lot of gun violence going on in Florida, and it's in the South because in the South we love our guns. We just do. So, of course, they're not going to do anything to go against that because everything's a red state down here. So I, we need to do something. Something needs to be done. If they're not going to take away the if they're not I'm not saying take take away the guns, but have some kind of gun reform, maybe yeah. do some kind of form of training where we, we all need to be trained on how to, you know, how to survive an uh, active shooting. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's all about reducing gun violence. We're not going to eliminate murder. That's not, you know. You know, it's like seatbelts. Seatbelts doesn't stop people from getting into car crashes or dying in car accidents, but right. it reduces that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. There's science behind it that you know, and and it, yeah, something's got to be done. I mean, and 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 the way our thinking. I think it's it has to do with our way of thinking because there's guns in a bunch of countries that you know, but they don't have this problem. You know, <laughs> right? You know, people have but guns. Is it the guns or is it the people? That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, people all over the world there's people have access to guns in other countries but they don't have this problem they're not killing each other there's 
mass shootings or or just the levels of gun violence that we have. Like I said, mass shootings dwarf the deaths and the violent the, the 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 violence from just regular gun violence every day. You know, like I say, that's happened in the inner cities. People are always getting shot. Right, and know? it never makes the news. And it never makes the news. No one gives a shit until somebody you know goes and goes into a goes in some place and shoots up the place and that's that's when that's what makes the news and we all freak out about it but you know yeah people are like i said at this very moment someone's getting shot that's how common it is in this country and, and it, yeah. it is like i said i live in jackson mississippi you will rarely <laughs> see my ass in west jackson <laughs> so and another thing that also and like i said i'm not scooby-doo or sherlock holmes or batman anything like that it's just some things that just not adding up to me like, like i said the 11 rounds from the uh pistol that didn't make any sense even though you kind of broke it down for me and the fact that how did he get one now he's from baltimore right yeah how did he get a gun from baltimore to here no. unless he drove but would you was, Would you drive stuff? Was it in his car or something? I don't know. I'm saying, did he, like I said, we don't know all the facts yet. We don't know. Did he drive from Baltimore to Florida, which seems like a very long drive? So I would imagine he flew there. And if he flew there, how'd you get a gun on an airplane yeah. there? Yeah, that's 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 you know, it's it's not adding up. But like I said, there's probably gonna be some more stuff that's revealed later on that will kind of connect the dots there. But right <laughs> now, some stuff that's not adding up to me. Yeah, let's not Alex Jones this shit. Uh, yeah, um, you know what? I was just thinking that while I was making this shit, I was like, I'm not finna Infowars this shit, man. This is a, this is a comic book show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, rest in peace to Jacksonville. Rest in peace to Don McCain. Rest in peace to Robin Leach. Rest in peace to Neil Simon. Anybody else? I don't know who the fourth person is. It's another is. guy. And he, he draws comics. Oh really? I've never heard. Oh, of him. A, comic, a comic artist. Then. Yeah, he's oh, a comic well, artist. He ain't on the list. Well, geez. <laughs> uh, I feel like shit, man. <laughs> yeah, our comic book should know. Our right? comic book podcast, and we don't we know the worst comic, comic book show ever. Oh, man. <laughs> Look, go watch. Go listen to Get Valiant. Fuck us. Man. <laughs> we just got our cards pulled, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> Nerd card revoked. <laughs> <laughs> oh man can we move on to the next part of the podcast yeah damn that shit took a long time man. <laughs> okay now like i said we're going to talk about the other part of the podcast we usually get to the box office numbers and we're going to break down these box office numbers to see exactly what we have so we're gonna Ooh, i'm on the wrong thing other stuff never mind not nothing bad i was looking at some other stuff on the box office uh eli give it to me what we got is it the Asian movie? What's it called? It is the Asian movie. The Asian movie. <laughs> yes, Crazy Rich Asians. It repeated as number one. So it is hanging strong in there. Uh, and the Meg is number two again. All right. So, Eli, I got to ask you this question, man. Do, do white people not go to movies anymore? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, somebody, somebody I see plenty of them. I see plenty of them in the theater. <laughs> Somebody has to ask the question, man. Nobody. It's a question people are scared to ask because it's like all these movies, you know, starring women and people of color and all this stuff. They're always number one. But when it's just a movie with just straight white males like the Meg and did the Meg have any black people in it or anything like yeah, that? Yeah. No, that was like co- co-produced by like China. Oh, really? There's a bunch of Asians in that, too. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, it made number two. So, OK. Yeah. So. 
So you needed more Asians, number one. Uh, yeah, white people, go see more movies, man. Yeah. I mean, can't complain when you see Black Panther win all these awards if you don't go see movies. <laughs> uh, number three, Happy Time Murder. I think that was a movie number is, white people in the is that, is that out? Is that out already? I That's that, that puppet movie? Out. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't coming out yet. No shit. I, I'll be honest with you, Eli. Those those puppet movies and the cartoon movies, those R-rated movies, they were like really hit or miss for me. They're either funny or completely unwatchable. There is no middle yeah. ground. Yeah, I, I felt that way about, uh, what was it, the food movie? Sausage Party. Yeah. I, I could I, like, not make it through five minutes of that movie. I, I think I laughed like maybe twice. And it was just more of a, huh? it wasn't ha-ha funny. But <laughs> I couldn't watch, I couldn't sit through that. I was like, I can't watch this shit. But it was on Netflix, so I didn't really care. Yeah, I, I I gave it a whirl, and yeah, I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it, it wasn't that good. I didn't think it was that good. But the, the, And this, yeah, this seems like it's going to be one of those. They, they, I'm so. seeing a review. I didn't look at the Rotten Tomatoes on it, but they're saying it's pretty bad. I'll probably look at the Rotten Tomatoes next week. When this movie drops even further if it's still in the top ten. And I'll give you numbers then. Uh, number four, Mission Impossible Fallout. There we go. White people love Tom Cruise. That would be if you Tom. We will see. Everybody will see Tom Cruise in the movie. So yeah, he's the, the one moment. white guy everybody will watch. <laughs> so uh, number five, Disney's Christopher Robin. Uh, yeah, no. It's still at number five, huh? No shit. It's like it's always been at number five. Debuted at number five. Still at number five. So yeah. Uh, Mile Twenty Two, the Marky Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. This dude yeah, made like, like three movies a year. No one even cares. Mark. I don't know. He's cranking out, but he's waiting for. The I don't movie. know. I might, I might see that because it's got like Ronda Rousey in it and the dude Wait, from. You know what interested me about interests me about that movie, the director. Oh yeah, he, Peter Berg. Peter Berg makes some awesome movies, man. Yeah, he does all right. Yeah. And so I, I like to see him win. I'm, I'm like, why isn't he? Uh, why isn't he bigger than what he is? You know. Yeah, like the rundown with the Rock is like awesome, awesome movie. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> so. Uh, he did Battleship. I made, I, I made it through Battleship and didn't he think did it was that bad. Yeah, he did. I, I, we talked about this before. Battleship was not that bad. It's not that bad. It's People that made bad. it seem like it's the worst movie ever. I was like, I was fairly entertained. And yeah. I'm, I was as entertained as I thought I could be from a Battleship game adapted into a movie. Yeah. That's I mean, about as good as it's going to get. Liam Neeson was in it? He was in that movie. Like, holy shit, Liam Neeson is in the Battleship movie. Right. This, did, wait, did he live? Yeah, he did, didn't he? Because he was the chick's dad. Like, I look, I even know the plot. <laughs> it was a simple plot. It was like, yeah, oh, that Taylor Kitsch guy. Because they tried to, you know why that movie failed? Because of Taylor Kitsch, that's why. <laughs> Wasn't uh, Beyonce in it? Or not Beyonce? Not Beyonce, yeah. it was Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I mean, hey. that's, that's what I wanted to see. I was like, oh, Rihanna's in it? Okay. <laughs> I made it through it, and it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we survived Battleship. Uh, number seven, Alpha, the dog movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that shit on YouTube. I've been uh, yeah. really pushing that shit on YouTube. Yeah, I guess. Uh, number eight, the black KK Klansman. Oh, there you go. Oscar. Oscar, yeah. still hanging in there. Yeah, man. If the, yeah. If black Panther don't get man, it, they better if Black this Panther one. wins... You're going to see Spike Lee act the fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to see it win just for that. 
Uh, number nine, Axel. The fuck? I don't you know. Heard no, I don't. I don't know Axel? what that is. That's not the dog. Oh, wait, the dog movie. Wait, no. What no, did we you just say? Talk the dog, about dog movie? movie. What's that dog? What's the dog movie called? Alpha. Alpha. Well, it ain't Axel. No. No. Oh, Alpha. Alpha is the wolf, the the, the caveman dog movie. Right. Axel is the robot dog movie. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, there's a ro- robot dog movie. <laughs> okay, is it a horror movie? Is it Disney? What what is it? it? It's supposed to be. It looks like it's. A, that's what I'm talking about. That's on the YouTube, where it's like a little kid with the with he gets like a a, a robot dog. He finds a robot dog. Oh, that's so part robot of the dog didn't eat people, anything like that. Or? Yeah, it's like a friend, but it's it's. I guess it's like the Iron Giant in a way, with, uh, but with the dog. Uh, fuck you know? that. <laughs> You had me excited for a second, a robot what dog some movie. Transformers, Ravage shit. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but nah, I'm not gonna see that shit. Uh, number ten, Slender Man, still hanging in there. So, okay, now let's get to the goody goods right here. Uh, let's talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay. Now, reason we gotta talk about Ant Man and the Wasp because everybody has completely forgotten about Ant Man and the Wasp. So we're gonna remind you about Ant Man and the Wasp. Now. Everybody was freaking out about this movie, thinking it was going to be Marvel's first flop. Like, it wasn't going to make it. I told everybody to calm down. Eli, I told everybody to trust process. Marvel knows what they're doing. Now, the reason the numbers were so low, because one thing, it wasn't released in Europe yet. Another thing, it wasn't released in China yet either. Now, the reason it wasn't released in China, in Europe, because they had FIFA or some foosball yeah, so- or some shit. Soccer tournament? Something. We don't, we're soccer? not sports people. Or not that sport anyway. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so they waited for that to end before they brought it there, and it didn't really do too well in Europe, so people start freaking out. But then it released in China, and it said it was like the fourth highest Marvel movie released in China. Really did some numbers. So anyway, the point being that right now it is at five hundred forty-four million box office. So it is over. It broke over half a billion. Uh, it is already past Ant- the original Ant Man, and it'll probably it'll probably catch the first Iron Man also. So when it's all said and done, the movie will do okay. Right. Not a barn burner. It'll it'll do its numbers. So yeah, I thought it would. So see that Eli, that's your gift for Downton Marvel. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I, I thought I was a I, I thought I was like the Marvel dick sucker like last year because I shit it on BBS. <laughs> right. <laughs> Somebody called you a Marvel dick sucker anyway. I think I remember. <laughs> oh man. Now I'm a DC guy because I said I didn't. Because uh, I said, what did I say? I said something. I criticized the Marvel movie. And now I'm a DC guy. I, I, I'm a DC dick sucker. Take Zack Snyder's dick out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Anyway, staying on with Marvel because it seems like Marvel is having like a. Even though they're doing great at the movies, outside of the movies, they're kind of fucking up. Because we have some more news. And I say we're going to stop talking about James Gunn, but I guess we want to talk about James Gunn again. So, Because we just got word that Marvel has cut production or halted, in their word, halted production of Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And they told all everybody that's on the set, the writers and staff work, stuff like that, uh, just go find something else to do go go go, go get a job yeah go get a job basically <laughs> you're fired too now <laughs> right we're downsizing you know that type of work so we, we know all the corporate mumbo jumbo and speech and stuff like that so basically uh guardians 3 is not a thing 
and it may be a thing years down the road, but it ain't gonna be a thing right now. So nobody gives a shit. That's when it'll yeah. they'll pull they'll pull it out of their ass. To, exactly yeah. when they know people, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> people are no longer boycotting, people are no longer protesting, people have completely forgot about James Gunn, or when James Gunn finally makes a awesome ass movie, and then they'll go see Guardians. They're like, oh well, he's doing fine. He'll be okay. So yeah. Eli, did I not call this? You pretty much did, yeah. That that, that it's not gonna happen. I called it. It's not gonna happen. I said. They were going to fire everybody, <laughs> which is what they did. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, pretty much so far. Yeah. So, like I said, this whole Disney Fox merger like that, they got a whole bunch of other movies on the plate they can make. They got X-Men now. They got Fantastic Four. They can finally kind of fix now. Don't worry. When they put the MCU logo on it, it'll do like Ant-Man and Wasp. It'll hit half a billion, even if it fucking sucks. It doesn't matter because that's Marvel. Trust the process. That's what I keep telling everybody. Uh, what else do we have on here? Do we want to talk about? Yeah, let's talk about Wonder Woman for a second. Yeah, let's talk about Wonder Woman. The reason I want to talk about Wonder Woman is because we just got news from Wonder Woman two that apparently we thought one composer that was going that was going to retire from superhero movies, the God, uh, composer not that's not named John Williams is back. Hans Zimmer. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's coming back to uh. You know, compose Wonder Woman, and that's pretty awesome. So, why the fuck he didn't do Just League? I don't know. They got Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman ain't made good shit in 1995, but whatever. I did like his Incredible Hulk thing. I thought that was I thought that was underrated. Not Incredible Hulk, the Hulk. Oh really? I don't remember. I thought it was underrated. I kind of liked it. I just watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure the other day. Oh come on, that soundtrack was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, back then, Danny Elfman was actually making, like, classic epic soundtracks then. You know, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Beetlejuice, yeah, whatever. It's like, a lot of, yeah, he's almost, he's, his his uh, work is getting up there with John Williams. Where you remember, I mean, you know the Batman theme. You know the Tales from the Crypt theme. Right. You know? <laughs> so it's iconic. But the thing is, I guess it started to get, started to get repetitive. Or maybe he changed up a little bit because... Do you remember the soundtrack to Age of Ultron? No, I didn't. Did he do that too? Yes, he did that. Uh, is it is it isn't the dun, 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 or whatever that 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 Avengers theme? Yeah, no, that's Alan Silvestri. Okay. The Back to the Future and, and all that stuff like that. He did the first one and he did Infinity War. So those oh. two movies had awesome soundtracks, but nobody remembers the soundtrack to Age of Ultron. Yeah, I don't remember until they play the Avengers theme song, which Alan Silvestri did. Okay. And a lot of people like to give Hans Zimmer credit for the Wonder Woman theme song, which I think the Wonder Woman theme song is hands down the best theme song of any superhero this decade. That is, yeah, that's memorable. That's memorable. That's I I can't, I can't remember, I can't remember. Like I can barely do the Batman and the Superman themes that they that he did. I can do them, but they don't stick out like the Wonder Woman does. You know, the Wonder Woman one sticks out. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 yeah, Batman. It's just those. those... <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, so Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL did BBS, right? Okay. And yeah. a lot of people like to give them credit because the Wonder Woman theme song debuted in BBS. Like to give them credit for the Wonder Woman theme song. They didn't do the Wonder Woman theme song. Oh, they yeah? Tr- yeah, they tried to come up with a Wonder Woman theme song. They were like, "Well, we can't do it." That's why it sounds so much so different from everything else they did in that movie. They actually outsourced it to a cellist name. I think uh, I'm completely fucking her name up. Is that that chick who like 
he's got like the 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 violin that lights up and shit. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. she's kind of hot and she's Asian and, and, and we don't know her name, do we? We don't know her name, but anyway, <laughs> she made the Wonder Woman theme song like from scratch, just like she could just play the shit just by herself in her room with just her cello and that's it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that's why everybody got so hyped because so basically she because they they said uh, Junkie XL and Hans Zimmer said we wanted to basically give a woman input on how Wonder Woman's theme song should be. That's why she did it. So, and now she does it, and she's on YouTube playing it. And like, you just find any YouTube of her playing it, it's awesome. Uh, she's done, like, rock concerts with her, and, like, another Chelsea, they're doing the Wonder Woman theme song and shit like that. Fucking awesome. It's awesome. So, hopefully to bring her back. Yeah, fuck her, Zimmer. <laughs> Let her do the soundtrack. <laughs> so, yeah, moving past that. Uh, now we can move into TV, and more sad news, Eli. Is it your favorite show? Oh, are we talking about that? We're talking about that. We're going there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're gonna go there. Uh, yeah, your favorite show, The Big Bang Theory, is coming to an end in 2019. Uh, that's right here. Yeah. So cue sad music. So Eli, I gotta ask. You, reason I gotta ask you this because, like I said, this is technically a nerd show. Big Bang Theory yeah. is a nerd show. So, what did you think about Big Bang Theory? Um, I thought it was funny. <laughs> what? I guess, I guess, um, now I've only been watching Big Bang Theory for like, uh, four or five years now. So yeah. I, I didn't get into it till later, way later on when it came on like the reruns, you know, and, uh, and basically for me, it was more of like my mom got me into and my mom, like my mom, passed away like, uh, like in 2013, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she was like staying with me for a while before that. And she, I saw her watching it, and I was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And she's like, "You never saw this show? They remind me of you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure every nerd has heard. Oh yeah, you're my and I'm, I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And then, I, you know, of course, my first reaction was like well, these guys are annoying as fuck but then after you know sitting down and watching it and getting to know the characters and i yeah i did think it was kind of funny um i guess i i mean it, it, plus i really wasn't aware of how big nerd culture was you know before that i mean this is like right around when like after the first avengers movie that's when nerd culture really blew up that's when I noticed, like, damn, I can get a fucking, you know, a Spider-Man shirt at Target now, or a Star Wars shirt. At right, Target. where you used to get beat up for knowing the names of the Avengers. Now even yeah. your grandma knows every, you know, who they yeah, are. Yeah, there's Captain America shirts at Walmart, and just like there's a superhero shit that I never had seen before. Hmm. I was all of a sudden popping up all over the place. Yeah, I could get a Wolverine shirt now, which I never like. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But but yeah, I think that's when I noticed that that there was this big rise in geek culture, and um, so I remember starting to watch it, and you know it, it was I guess I didn't really to me I didn't really identify um, or 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 basically say it was a like the issues that geeks have with the show is that it's a poor representation of geek culture. I guess I'll give them that, but I guess I didn't really take that from it. I didn't think, oh, this is a show about geeks and nerds and blah, 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 and, you know. Um, 
even though, yeah, they did hang out at comic book stores, and I guess there was a little bit of appeal. I'm like, hey, there's some Star Wars shit on their wall. And you know, there, there's this running gag that everybody that walks into a comic book store thinks they're the only normal one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see that the, the complaints about it, that, yeah, it, it kind of makes... You know, nerds look like they're creepy and they're blah blah blah. They, you know, they're socially awkward and all that shit. And and yeah, it does make fun of you know the blonde jokes and all that. So I see that you know after people pointed it out. But other than that, I didn't really. I guess I wasn't thinking of this is my geek show and it's a four. It's it's I just like ah, it's just a, a show I was watching with my mom. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then after that, it, you know, then my kids started watching it, and then, you know, then again it just became, hey, it's on, you know, you know. So I guess I didn't take as much offense to it. Like I hear, like I, I, I just, I've noticed in the last few years that it's, it's like the geek trend to shit on the show. Right. <laughs> I mean, for one thing, because it's popular, so it's fun to po shit on popular yeah. things. So. Yeah. I mean, I never, I guess, I never felt I like. Oh yeah, they're making fun of nerds and geeks and comic book readers i see all that um but i guess i don't take offense to it you know i don't know I, now, it didn't bug me i guess <laughs> now my thing i did used to i guess feel a little salty about the show just the fact that it's just all like this but i didn't find it funny at first i think the show did get funnier as it went on when it first happened and it came on it came on which i thought i think it took the spotlight away from another nerd show that came around the same time which i felt was much 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 better and much 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 more funnier Okay. And which accentuated nerd culture a lot better, also. And that show was Community. Oh yeah, I mean Community is great, right? Um, and yeah, I was on. Yeah, I was on board because I used to watch The Office and Parks and Rec, and it, then it came out around that, on that around that time. Like like I remember Community just kind of popped up, and it was in between a couple shows that I had already watched. Yeah, you know. And that whole time, I had no idea. Like, I had no idea Big Bang Theory was even a thing. Like, right. like I said, I, I you know, uh, I didn't find out till much later. And I, and when I did find out, I heard it had been on for like five years, or it was in syndication. <laughs> right. Like, holy shit, they're in season four or five now, and I ne had never even heard of it. Right. Like, how my, you make I, many shows of a show like that? You know. Yeah, it's like I had no idea. Like my mom, and she's, oh, you didn't know about this? Like, no, I. <laughs> So, so yeah, I mean, uh, for me, I guess, um, yeah, it just became sort of a, just a family show, you know, I, and I just kind of, after I got to know the characters and I was like, eh, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's funny. And, you know, there's, there's some funny shit that happened that I think that, yeah, I that, think is pretty memorable and, you know, and, uh, uh, I mean, I go back now that when I found out it, 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 it started like in 2007, so it's been on for like all over ten years now. Like twelve, the next season it's, twelve yeah, coming up. Yeah, that's season twelve. Like holy shit, I had no idea it was on this long. I was like, that puts it right around uh, the Beauty and the Geek show. I don't know if you remember that show, Beauty and the Geek. I don't. You it keep talking like a, about it, but I had I, yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. It was a reality show that I was watching right around uh, when Heroes was on. <laughs> now that's a show I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand Heroes. <laughs> I was I, the first season I liked. The second season was a pile of shit, and I gave up. Um, but but yeah, like that was on. Battlestar was on. The Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles was on, and Love then this, yeah. yeah, and then this Beauty and the Geek. It was just a reality show where 
these like nerds got into a house with all these hot chicks and they got paired up and they did all these social experiments. And I thought that's what it kind of reminded me of because essentially that's what Big Bang Theory is. That's what Big Bang Theory is, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically Leonard and, and trying to get with uh, Penny, you know, the hot chick getting with the nerd. It's essentially that's what the show is about. Yeah. You know, now they're married now, and yeah, they're running out of material, and I can see that. And but it's but yeah, I was like, that's seasons. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. run material. Now now Sheldon's married. And shit. The fuck? Okay. <laughs> Everybody's married. Yeah, every well, I, I think mean, Raj. that long, you know. Yeah, everybody has to get married on the show, but yeah. yeah. But I guess he, he's the one who's leaving. Uh, the the Jim Parsons, he's the one who. And wants he pretty to... much makes the show, so yeah, you don't really have a show without him. Yeah, he's one of these actors that are quitting the show and fucking it up because he thinks he's gonna make movies. <laughs> Not gonna happen. And he's been. And I can only think of one movie that he was in. It was the. What was that show? It figures. What was but that you, movie? You know, every actor has to chase their dreams because you know yeah. everybody. Most people burn out. Hidden Figures, that's what it's called. Hidden Figures, he was in it? I, did, I didn't see yeah. that. I feel bad I didn't see that because I should have saw that. It's a good movie. I know. I, I, I feel like it is. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah, check it out. I think it's on Amazon. Is it? it might, I think it might be on Amazon. Okay, I if it is, I, I'll check it out. I'll Because I, I feel bad even admitting I hadn't seen Hidden Figures. <laughs> I got to okay, my black I, card with my nerd cards. Okay. I still haven't seen Hostels yet, so don't feel bad. <laughs> 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 And that's on Netflix. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, but like I said, it's, uh, I don't really feel bad about it. Glad the show is ending, but yeah, it's whatever. Uh, can we pass that? Because I really don't know that even that much about Big Bang Theory. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's, I was uh, surprised we were going to even talk about it. <laughs> we talked about it. I was going to briefly talk about it. I wasn't going <laughs> to go in detail about it. Uh, yeah, now we talk. My life story and shit. Right. <laughs> Making me get all open up and shit. <laughs> right. Uh, now, now we can talk about the video game news. Okay, Even though some more. Some more video game news, but this is going to be... Not, this is good news. Not really good news, but better than what we had before. Okay. So it's uplifting. <laughs> we've get, we've gotten past the hard part of the podcast. We get to the good stuff now. Uh, I want to talk about GameStop. And it's oh, actually yeah. bleeds into the other part of it because GameStop, and we should have talked about this a while ago, but GameStop is now going to start selling comics. Yeah. So uh, we have feel about that. Basically, two thinking ships going down together <laughs> that's how i feel because gamestop is struggling we've already known that comic books is struggling we already know that both are being yeah. killed by digital right now yeah well hopefully hey go to game we got we got to make them not go down or else we're not gonna have a podcast <laughs> <laughs> well that's true because <laughs> if they go down we go down too <laughs> We just talk about Marvel movies all day. That's it. Go, go, go check, go check out GameStop and their comics, <laughs> right. y'all. And please don't try. If GameStop is saying they're gonna buy your old comics, do not sell your comics to GameStop. <laughs> You're gonna go up there with three crates of comics, all with back, you know, backboards on them and, and covers and plastic, and they're gonna offer you a whopping two dollars. Nine point eight CGC rating and right. shit. <laughs> They're going to give you $2.35 for all three crates. For credit. And credit, too. In, in credit, right. <laughs> so please don't be this stupid thinking, oh, I'm going to make money from GameStop. No, then you're not. <laughs> they ain't got no money. That's why. <laughs> right. So they're not going to offer you to make it. They don't have any. 
And that's what. Let me talk about GameStop for a second, because people always get mad because GameStop is always offering people bullshit prices on their games that they offer. You know what? That's GameStop's job to offer you bullshit prices. You're coming to them. You're walking in their store. You're trying to sell them something. They just offer you a price. You yeah. don't have to sell it to them. Because yeah. if you had anybody else to sell it to, you wouldn't be a GameStop. Yeah. That's selling 101. So if you don't like GameStop prices, take your ass on Facebook's uh, sales uh, groups and stuff like that and sell it there. You'll get more money. You got to put the legwork in it yourself. But that's why GameStop is offering you, you know, five pennies for your, for your game. Because they're doing all the legwork for you. Because they know they're going to sell that shit right back and make their money back. You can't yeah. get mad at them because they have to turn a profit. And it just sounds like they're, I mean, I mean, I notice a lot of comic stores are kind of like this, or just gaming stores. Because that's what my comp, where I, where I shop for my comics, you know, Level Up, South St. Paul, uh, shout out. They, <clears throat> they have video games, they sell video games. And like board games, like deck games, and you know, like those like Dungeons and Dragons type shit. They sell all that. They also sell comics, and they also hold like gaming tournaments, you know, in the other room with like video games, deck games. You know, that's like a big attraction. And it sounds like that's what Level Up is trying to be, you know, because it's like it's basically they want it. It's a hangout, you know. I go there like all the time, and like every time I go there, there's like people in there's like there's like a room dead with a bunch of tables where motherfuckers are just playing magic or pokemon or fucking or whatever deck pokemon damn show your age (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i don't give a fuck (laughs) (laughs) you know uh but but yeah i mean that's what it sounds like they're trying to do but i i don't know i I mean my, my local comic store does that also uh shout out to offbeat uh, in Jackson, Mississippi, if you come down there, definitely go to Offbeat. It's on West Street. Uh, and they do the same thing also. They have comic books there. Uh, they also sell... It's also a music shop also. You can go there if you want to get, like, vinyl or anything like that and find a record you're looking for. It. Uh, he play... They sell. They still sell CDs. It's pretty much the only place left to sell CDs. Best Buy doesn't sell CDs anymore. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> right. They'll... Uh, he'll he'll have video game tournaments sometimes there. He'll throw concerts in there sometimes. Like, if it's a local artist that, you know, wants to get their music out... He'll make a venue in there, you know, sell flyers and sell tickets to the concert and everything like that. So it's a lot of, it's all every, and then he'll throw like 90s parties and stuff. So it's always something going on that even though he's selling, you know, primarily comic books. Yeah. You know, yeah. They have like, they'll have like midnight releases, like they had the midnight releases for uh, Watchmen, the new Watchmen, uh, the the new one. What's it called again? What, Doomsday Clock? Do- Doomsday Clock. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. <laughs> it was like last year. I think that's how long it's been going on. <laughs> but they had that. They had like, yeah, they'll have like special releases at midnight where, you know, you'll, they'll, you can go there at midnight and, you know, they have gaming tournaments. And yeah, same thing. And they, they had, they had music there, like the Luke Cage soundtrack on vinyl for like 20 bucks. And I was like, nah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to have something to play it on also. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got a record player either. <laughs> My mom has an old record player still at home with uh, Prince Purple Rain and Rick James' oh, <laughs> first CD I, also. I had that Purple Rain on vinyl back in the day. Everybody had Purple Rain on vinyl. <laughs> but I like the I like the Rick James better. I shouldn't even listen to Rick James at the time, though, but, you know. <laughs> you just like the album cover. <laughs> the 
album cover was awesome. It had like two street hookers in the background. He had like the guitar, you know. <clears throat> uh, any anything we got to talk about this, or are we done with GameStop? What about com? You said you wanted to talk about comics game. Not really. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck, fuck those assholes. Shit. Right. Fuck them. They, fuck they, them. Yeah, they'll work themselves out. So <laughs> now we can move to the actual uh, comic book part of the podcast. We actually talk about comic books. And uh, we're actually going to review a book. Well, we're not even going to review a book. But, Eli, I think we should talk about the issue we talked about before we started recording. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, even though we didn't read the book. Now, we suck at our job. So we didn't know there was another Wolverine hunt for Wolverine or Return of Wolverine or some shit. I don't know. I uh, thought you were going to read it. That's why I, I know. Did. I'm supposed to be that guy, and I <laughs> fucked up. So. <laughs> So fuck that. Leroy likes the X-Men. I'll let him read this shit. Right. So I'm going to be fired <laughs> next week. Uh, A.K.A. Dave will be hosting this show. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So but we can talk about that. Basically, we're going to talk about, uh, let's get to the point. Psylocke's a white woman again. Yeah. yeah they made yeah. her white again. And so, yeah, for those that don't know, and I know a lot of you, well, people listen to the podcast probably know. But for a lot of people, they don't know that Psylocke originally started off as a white woman. Yeah. That Asian ninja assassin shit came on like later on in the nineties. When but Jim Lee got a hold of her. When Jim, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to him in a second. Yeah. Because I, I have some things to say about Jim Lee. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she was originally a white woman. Basically, uh, if you think of Posh Spice from the Spice Girls, that was that was Psylocke, and her name was Betsy Braddock. She was posh. She was upper class. All this stuff. You know, she was. Oh, uh, the, the chick, the chick who married Becca. That that one. That one. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think of my Spice Girls. All I do I know, not know the Spice Girls. Ah, fuck. I'm, I'm too Posh, scary, ginger. Scary. Spaghetti. I was about to call her Monster. <laughs> There's Monster Spice. She was like the hottest. Anyways. Scary was the hottest. I, scary was the hottest. I like yeah. Posh. I think Posh was nice, too. Now think about it. The chick who married They Becca, were all right? hot. I'm, they were all hot. I don't care. I didn't have a favorite. <laughs> Baby Spice, I like all of them. So they, they brought out different things in my personality. <laughs> I guess that's how they market them, you know. But anyway, why, we talk about the Spice Girls way too long. This. Let's get back to Psylocke. <laughs> uh, so Psylocke, like I said, was Bessie Braddock. She's actually the sister of Captain Britain, Brian Braddock. So, yeah, they're palling around and stuff like that. And then, so later on, she went through the Siege Perilous. This was some... Weird mumble jumble X Men bullshit that happened. It didn't even originate X Men, but whatever the fuck happened, she got kidnapped by the hand. Uh, she was tortured by the Mandarin. For some reason popped up, and then she popped out. Not no longer a white woman. She became an Asian Japanese ninja assassin. She still had her psychic powers and psychic powers, but she also had like some blades and shit like that, whatever like that. So, yeah, that's what she was for the longest, and now she's back being a white woman because reasons. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's. I guess that's what I wanted. To, I, well, we will discuss. Yeah. Um, from what I've seen online, from the internet, mm-hmm. you know, being what they are, um, I guess there's there's a bunch of points. Like one of one of one of being is cultural appropriation, of being the ter- the stereotypical Asian ninja, you know, kung fu master. That that's stereotyping. Um, so there's that. I'm so bringing you, but I'm I'm gonna come back with you on that. Yeah, but okay. bringing back bringing her back to her original form basically does away with those stereotypes, and I guess 
that is considered okay. But then there's also the fact that, well, this was an awesome Asian character who Jim Lee, I mean, that's the reason why I started that's reading That's what I was X-Men. just about to say, <laughs> Jim Lee. Right. Yeah, I mean, I didn't give a shit about I didn't give a shit about the X Men until my brother brought that shit home. I was like, "Damn, who's this chick?" Which <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 to my stupid ass, I didn't even know she was supposed to be Asian. I just thought you know. because you can't tell in the comics. <laughs> you you can't really tell. I just thought yeah. this is hot brunette shit with swords and she's running around in a stripper outfit. I'm right. there. <laughs> I'm there. So so yeah. I mean, but. It turns out that she was this Asian character, and now there's one less Asian character by making her, bringing her back to her original form. So, I guess I'm not sure what is the, I, me as a me, personally, I would rather see Asian Psylocke just because that's who I gravitated to. Yeah, I mean nobody <laughs> want to see Posh Spice as an X Man. We want to see sexy ninja assassin Olivia Munn. That's what we want. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I can't say that I really give a shit about her that much because, and and there's the argument, oh, that was sexist and it's misogynist and all that bullshit. And I guess I can see that argument because, yeah, I admit I only read Witchblade because of there was pits and ass in it. Yep, Lady and now, Death. And yeah, Lady Death. Yeah, nobody and even now knows Vampirella's powers. <laughs> yeah, and like now that Witchblade is being written by women, and now I don't care. I mean, so. <laughs> I guess there's that argument too. Yeah. So I'm not sure really, really what to go with. I okay, mean, so I guess let, those let, are let all me, valid points. Yeah, let me let me let me add some stuff into here that I've always, in the back of my mind, wrestled with. Okay, so like we said, we have Sylar in the comic book. She's an Asian chick. Here's the thing: who invented that Asian chick? Yes, Jim Lee. Jim Lee, who's Who Asian? Is Asian, <laughs> right? <laughs> So we can, how is culture appropriation when it technically is his culture? Well, then that's just sex. He's just being sexist. <laughs> that's what, you, what happens when you let men do this. <laughs> right, when you mansplain. So that's my whole thing. Like, you get him mad at, because he's Asian. And here's the thing. People always complain about artists having an agenda. Like, uh, Tennessee Coates has an agenda. Or Dwayne McDuffie, when he was writing Justice League, has an agenda. But everybody just ignores Jim Lee. Jim Lee is always sneaking in Asian characters in his comics. Not only did we have Psylocke, Jubilee popped out of no fucking way and was completely fucking useless. <laughs> but she's Asian, so it's cool. He's just running around as Wolverine's sidekick, so that's his book. In his own books, he had Asian people popping up like that for no reason. Uh, he did. You never read his Suicide Squad run, have you? I read a couple issues. Well, how how many did he do? Two. Maybe I did. <laughs> Maybe five. I think it did five. <laughs> I read a few of them. So. Five and a half. You know, like the, the last half of the issue was done by somebody else, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> but my whole thing was, who's the Asian character on Suicide Squad? Oh, it's Katana. Exactly. Yeah. So why did she have more screen time than anybody else in that book? Cultural appropriation, man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my whole thing. People don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. Jim Lee has an agenda. Yeah, he wants to see his people. He's he repping wants, his people. Right, he wants to see his people. He like, I'm Asian. I want to see Asian people in the book. Nobody has oh. ever confronted Jim Lee on that or talked about that, but that has always been the case with Jim Lee. That's the reason Psylocke was a sexy Asian ninja assassin, because he wants to see sexy Asian ninja assassins. That's what he wants yeah. to see. Yeah. 
yeah. we want to see it too. Shit. But you... <laughs> yeah, like that. That was she was one of the like. Remember, remember the wizard, Wizard Magazine, the swimsuit issue. And... Yeah. Now let, let's be let's be really honest. Like a lot of you don't understand why X Men was such a popular comic in the nineties. Fuck all that. Uh, you know, hidden racism, subtext, and subliminal message. Yeah, we got all that shit. We got all that shit back in the 70s and 80s. In the 90s? It's because Jim Lee was drawing fucking Rogue in a in a half-ripped-up X-Men suit in the yeah. jungle with nothing but a headband on. Or yeah, every you other issue. You can, yeah, you can see their ass cracks through their jeans and shit. Right. Or yeah. Storm is just naked, flying through the sky for no fucking reason. And then they tell her, oh, we yeah. have a mission going on. Okay, let me fly down and put some clothes on. You know, <laughs> that's why X-Men were popular. <laughs> Fuck all this other shit. It's because Jim Lee was drawing those women like that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we. He, this is 2018. Can't do that. No. We, we, we've gone past this now. We can, Like, when I, when I read a Catwoman book now, it ain't the same reason why I bought, uh, read a Catwoman book back in, you know, when I was 14. Yeah. You know, different story. So, yeah, we, we've evolved past that. You want to make Psylocke a white woman again? Okay, just make a cool white woman. Because when she was an Asian sexy ninja assassin, she was cool. Yeah, she, she had cool. a lightsaber for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but when she was pot spice, she was boring as fuck. Yeah, so. get, get, make, make her cool, man. Yeah, that's all. Just make a cool character. That, that's, that's all we're trying to say. So, yeah. uh, I think we talked about a book we didn't even review for. Yeah, so we didn't even read that. <laughs> we didn't read that shit, so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the book sucked anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Eli, like I said, you have a bunch more books than I do, so I'm actually going to let you go first. Okay, what should I do first? What do you got again? You got DC? Or, uh, should I start with DC? I got a little Marvel. Okay, well, I'll do the D- the one DC book that I read, and I'll just, like I said, since I got so many, I'll try to keep it brief. Um, I read this uh, Batman Kings of Fear number one uh, by Scott Peterson and Kelly Jones. Um and this is just an old school. This is like it's not, like it's not the regular, you know, Tom King run. It's like sort of an, uh, just another Batman standalone story that that's not in the current uh, canon. So, but it's just uh, it's got an old school like sort of Neil. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name? Neil Adams. Fuck, I was gonna say Neil Gaiman. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Adams feel, <laughs> and um, it's just uh, just a fun old school sort of a uh, uh, Batman story. Batman, you know, foils the Joker, and he's bringing him to Arkham, and then all of a sudden, all the villains escape, and Batman beats the shit out of them. But then at the end, he is caught in some sort of uh, uh, scarecrow uh, nightmare. And that's where it ends. So it's really just, really uh, just straightforward, old school sort of Batman story. The art is like I said, it's in that old school um, Neil Game, Neil Game, Neil Adams. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun book, just just in time for Halloween, you know. <laughs> you know, so you got you got the Scarecrow in there, drawn really uh, really cool. Joker's being the cool Joker, just killing people for no fucking reason. You know, and laughing about it later and all that stuff. Um, I basically only bought it for the Bill Sykowitz cover. I got the variant, so which looks pretty cool. So okay. I give it a four out of five. You know, like I said, I, I'm a Batman fan. I'll give this a one. Nice. Okay. Oh, uh, we're running kind of long, guys. I was going to talk about last week when we were talking about Batman was an atheist. 
Oh yeah. We're not gonna I, talk so about I, that I did read that, and I I guess I didn't read that deep into it. I, but I guess how I could see how some people would. But you that's know? that's the internet. They were reading anything. So oh well. Uh, moving past that, like what we're gonna talk about is the next book I'm gonna review. But before I review that book, Eli, we did a poll this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got a poll, and we actually got hits. So the poll we did was like I said, we have two books that are on issue six right now. One book is Justice League by Scott Snyder, and the other book is Avengers by uh, Jason Aaron. And we basically did a poll on which book people like better. Mm-hmm. And out of the poll, we had actually 103 votes because that's how many people listen to the podcast. It's like, <laughs> uh, and out of the winner, uh, Eli, I don't know if you saw the numbers yet. Who do you think won? Was it uh, Justice League? It was Justice League, but it was so close. Justice okay. League won by 51%, and Avengers won by 49%. Oh, damn. Yeah, but at the time when I was looking at it, actually Avengers was up. Okay. So that's why I decided to review an Avengers book this week. Okay. <laughs> no fucking reason. So, sorry. Uh, yeah, so like I said, I'm going to go ahead and review Avengers number six. Uh, this is the last arc of this story they're telling right now. And I'm going to just give you a little background because, like I said, we haven't touched an Avengers book on, on this new one at all. And basically what's going on right now is that there was an ancient celestial that came down like 4 billion years ago. He got infected by this uh, parasite called the Horde. And he died on planet Earth because that was just some rock he just fell on. And when he died, his energy seeped into the planet Earth. And not only did his energy seep into the planet Earth, the infected Horde also seeped into the planet Earth also. And actually, that's what created life on Earth. And not only did he create life on Earth, because we have celestial energy embedded in the Earth... That's why there's so many superheroes. Because ah. yeah, because the uh, the celestials are giving life. Because every human on Earth has potential to be a superhero, and some can exceed their potential better than others. So that's what's going on. And anyway, what happened? Uh, does, that, does that count as a retcon? Oh hell yeah, absolutely. But it's Marvel. Oh. <laughs> They're retcon at retcon six months from now. So, and another retcon that happened that the Avengers are actually a million years old, but not the Avengers that you know now. There were prehistoric Avengers. Yeah, I heard about there was like a Ghost Rider riding a woolly mammoth and shit. Right. I've heard so many crazy stories about what's going on, and I haven't read any of them. But it's, it's some crazy <laughs> stuff. Jan, Jason Aaron's just going fucking nuts in this book. <laughs> yeah. uh, like Bashinga is on the you know the first Black Panther is on there. Odin is a member. Phoenix is a member. Uh, Agamotto is a member. You know the Eye of Agamotto, not the Eye, oh, yeah. the guy. He's there. Oh. So, so he has both eyes. <laughs> like yeah, he has both eyes. He's there. There's other mother folks also. The original Iron Fist, the the person Kun Lun, whoever, they're all there. Okay. So and they actually fight a celestial, like a million years ago. They fight a celestial, kill that celestial, and then the other celestials decide to come down and get revenge because they killed the celestial. But then they realize that the Earth had so much infection from that dead celestial that hit four billion years ago. They left. They were like, well, y'all gonna die anyway. We just leave y'all. So. That's the secret that, you know, Odin didn't want to tell any, tell Thor or the rest of them and stuff like that. So basically, but now Loki has uncovered one of the dead celestial. The, he uncovered the dead celestial that the 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 P, the PC, no, the BC Avengers killed. And now they're wreaking havoc and he's bringing all the other celestials down and they're basically going to kill us all. So the Avengers have to find a way to fight celestials and they find a way to fight celestials. So what happened is, like I said, they got this new roster team. Tony Stark builds like this celestial buster, you know, this huge celestial uh, Iron Man suit. 
Doctor Strange make Thor grows to be like a giant the same size as Celestial. He does the same thing to She-Hulk. Oh, my bad. Not She-Hulk. Hulk. I am being politically incorrect. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that and Ghost Rider actually possesses another one of the Celestials, so he becomes super huge also. So they're fighting like three Celestials or like that, but they're getting their ass kicked. And only in the ass kick, Loki does some shit and bring down the rest of Celestials down to just destroy everything. So everybody on planet Earth pretty much like, well, this is it. We're going to die. You know, everybody's pretty much making peace with the cell because we got Celestials. We're about to be judged. Uh, and then something happens where Ghost Rider can somehow understand the Celestials. Like if he touches one of the Celestials, he knows their plan. And he realizes that uh, he realizes he he uncovers how the how the superhumans got here or how earth was formed that they came from a infected celestial and and tony says like herpes and everybody's like why are you saying call us herpes like what do you know about that anyway so basically they're saying that humans are an infection that's what loki is saying the whole time i've been telling you the whole time humans are an infection you need to be wiped off because the celestials are here to kill everybody and then somebody figures out i think black panther black panther figures out that then we're not we're not infections the reason Celestials didn't kill us four billion years ago is because they knew that that infected Celestial actually gave us the power to kill these other Celestials to do that. So we can kill them. And he's like, man, if I had my lab and I was back in Wakanda, you give me 15 minutes, I would come up with a cure to kill the Celestials right now. But I can't do it. And then Tony figured something out. He was like, wait a minute, I got it. We'll use the Unimind. Now, let me back this up. Now, the Unimind is actually something that the Eternals used to use. And I know a lot of you don't know who the Eternals are, but the Eternals are actually these perfect beings that the Celestials made and they were failed comic series were like that. But they had this thing called the Unimind where they could combine all of their might and their minds and their power into one. And when Tony tells uh, Captain Marvel that, Captain Marvel like, Tony, this better not be another sex joke you make and I'm gonna uh, kill your ass again like I did in Civil War II, you know? But he's like, no, I'm, I know how to do the Unimind because the Eternals did it right before they died. So he does something and combine the minds of all the Avengers. And not only do that, but they actually can understand everything they're doing. Whatever. Anyway, they combine the minds, they kill the Celestials. There's one Celestial left, and they're like, well, we one left, but how do we get him? And, and Captain America's like, I know how we're going to get him. Avengers, assemble! And they all get together, and they kill Celestial, whatever like that. And they save the Earth. Um, yeah, I think that's it. A lot of shit that happened in one fucking issue. Right on. Yeah. Uh, I can look up a four out of five. It's some pretty interesting stuff going on. I, I kind of feel bad that I wasn't keeping up with it. I kept up with Justice League and that confusing ass shit over there where they're fighting uh, uh, evil Green Lantern planet or some shit. But this is actually pretty interesting. You got prehistoric Avengers fighting woolly mammoths and, and gods and stuff. And they're like, damn, I, I, I backed the wrong horse. Cool. And our, our readers, our listeners, you picked the wrong horse too because you said a Justice League was a better book. So, shame on all of you. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll let you go. All right, I guess I'll go with uh, Vader number 20. Um, Fortress Vader, part two. Uh, Charles Soule on the art, I mean, on writing, and Giuseppe, how do you say this guy's name? Giuseppe. Uh, you got me. Kumacoli? Sounds like Italian. Gomer, uh, I know you know it, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kamikoli? Kamikoli? I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, this continues the uh, uh, from the last um, issue where 
the Inquisitors and Vader are going around hunting the remnants of the last uh, survivors of Order 66, the Jedi Purge. Um, presumably, uh, the Jedi have all been wiped out. And now Vader has no more use for the Inquisitors. So he's like, well, shit, now that all the Jedi are dead, I, bet, I guess I'll go kill these fucking other Force-sensitive motherfuckers. And that's basically what he does. It starts out, he goes and kills a couple. There's a first, it's a really cool action sequence where he's fighting uh, these Inquisitors as a chase through Coruscant. Um, and then the way Vader kills these motherfuckers, he like force freezes them. You know, like how Kylo Ren did in Force Awakens, how he stopped the, the laser in midair. Well, he stopped, or how Snoke, what Snoke did to Rey. You know, how he, he froze her and kept her frozen in the air like that. That's what Vader does to both of them. And then he makes them. Then he makes them stab each other with their lightsabers. So I was like, that's some pretty ill shit. Man. Damn, okay. <laughs> so then he goes and confronts Palpatine, and Palpatine's like, okay, since uh, you, you know, um, you've gotten rid of all the Jedi, I must reward you. And then he goes in and uh, takes Vader into this uh, into the into the hangar, and this is for you. And it's uh, Padme Amidala's Queen Amidala's old starship. From the Phantom Menace, that silvery yeah, ship. Yeah, yeah I missed that ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in there. This is yeah. This is this is yours. You can have this. And I know, you know what this is. This is Queen Amidala's uh, luxury liner or whatever the fuck, you know. So and then he's like, and I, and you all as your other reward, I'm gonna give you a choice. You know, I know you. You know, Vader's like, I want to. I want to. I, I need my own planet. I want to rule like my own planet. You know. So she's like, or Palpatine's like, okay, well, pick, choose. What do you want? You know, he names all these planets, you know, Tatooine, you grew up there, or do you want Naboo because Padme was from there? He's like, nope, I'm going to go back to Mustafar. So that's the planet where Obi-Wan and Vader fought, where Obi-Wan fucked him up on. Right. So that's that, and that, and in Rogue One, that's Get where we... Get to it, Anakin! I have the high ground! <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I hate you. You know, and that's where we go to on on in Rogue One. That's where Vader's chilling at. That's his fortress. So that goes back to the title of this of the story arc, Fortress Vader. Um, and so yeah, he's basically going back to the same the same spot, the same slope where uh, Obi Wan cut his ass up at, and that's where the book ends. So we're starting to see like where Vader is, you know sort of becoming giving into his the dark nature and the dark side and he's going to sit there and that's why he went back to Mustafar to dwell on what was done to him <laughs> so be constantly reminded of that pain and shit so so yeah I give this a 4 out of 5 this is really fun it's just I, I you know Vader Vader being badass so nothing wrong with that so yeah so, next book I'm going to uh, review is, and it's my last book, but last uh, book I'm going to review is West Coast Avengers number one. Okay. And so, for those not familiar with West Coast Avengers, actually like the, the second team because they had a team back in the 80s or the 90s, whatever, and now they decided to reboot it because the Avengers are popular. So, why not give another book? So, basically how the book starts off, you have two Hawkeyes. You have, you know, Clint Barton, who we all know from the movies, and you have another Hawkeye named Kate Bishop, who I'm not too familiar. I think she's one of the young Avengers, whatever. So, I believe Hawkeye was on the West Coast Avengers back. He then. he yeah he was the leader. Yeah. 
yeah, he was the leader of the West Coast Avengers then. So now you have these two Hawkeyes, and not only have these two Hawkeyes, you have America Chavez. She's she's there, for some reason, and you have uh, Kate Bishop, the other girl Hawkeye. Her her boyfriend is there, and they're fighting land sharks. And it's exactly what I said: they're sharks with with feet, and they're <laughs> fighting them. And she beats them by getting the head one and leading them back to the ocean or whatever. And Hawkeye, okay, I'm getting confused. Guy Hawkeye keeps telling her, is telling her now that there's too much crazy shit happening on the West Coast. There's nobody on the West Coast defending, you know, uh, them from bad guys like we used to do back in the 90s. So somebody needs to do that stuff. And he's like, well, why don't you do it? He's like, I can't do it. I'm busy. You do it. So he tells the girl Hawkeye she needs to start the West Coast Adventures. So, and she looks around and she sees she didn't have enough people. So she goes on a recruiting drive. She does an interview. And the interview she does, remember that scene from, from Deadpool 2? Where he interviews a bunch of shit superheroes. Uh-huh. It's the same fucking scene. Bunch of superheroes that like Bread Boy or Toast Man or some shit pops up. Uh, dude covering the spiders. Some chick, whatever. It, it's just a whole bunch of stuff like that. When anyway, It's actually pretty funny, but you can look at it. Anyway. anyway, then somebody walks through the door. He like, like, all these shit superheroes have popped up. Whoever walks through that door first is going to get the job because I'm tired of looking around. And as soon as the person walks through the door, she says, you're hired. And the person she hi- sees is Gwenpool. Okay. Yeah, so Gwenpool is a thing, is in the 616, and now she's on the team. Uh, and she looks around and says, okay, I got my team. I'm not going to put anybody else on there. we like, but, yeah, this team kind of sucks. There's nobody on here like, real powers. And then somebody else walks through the door. He's like, okay, I'm here now. I'm on the team. I'm taking over so everybody can just relax. Uh, and they look around, and it's Quentin Choir. Uh, yeah, Quentin Choir. For those not familiar with Quentin Choir, he's actually from the Grant Morrison X-Men run. He's the guy that started the Magneto was right thing. You know, okay. Went, yeah, where sure. Like, anyway, Omega-level mutant, super powerful, telepath. I think he's even more powerful telepath than Professor X. Telekinetic, all this other bullshit like that. Anyway, he says, okay, I'm the best person on the team. I'm your LeBron James, so now you're going to do what I say. You know, and she they're ready to kick off the team, but the thing is they don't have any money, and he's actually running a reality show right now. He's like, if y'all let me on the team, I'll let my reality show film y'all, and y'all got enough money to run the team. He's like, okay, so whatever. So they go on their first mission, and it's back in Santa Monica, and they go downtown. The first mission, they see a 50-foot-tall Tigra. Now, for those who know Tigra, she was also one of the original members of the West Coast Avengers back in the 90s, 90s also. But Hawkeye is with them, Guy Hawkeye. And he's like, I don't want to hurt her because I know Tiger. That's my old friend. We need to talk her down. They try to talk her down, but she can't be talked down. She's, uh, you know, doing whatever. And she's about to fuck up the city. And and Hawkeye finally tells Quentin Choir because he's like some Oliva Oliva Mega. Blah. So he tells her, look, you just shut her brain down. Just be done with it. So uh, right before he shuts her brain down, uh, another guy uh, shows up out of nowhere. It's this blonde-haired dude, beautiful-looking, stuff like that. And the first thing he does is kiss Hawkeye. Uh, girl Hawkeye. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he tells, everybody calm down. I got this. I'm the newest member of the team. My name is Brodoc. Not Modoc, but Brodoc. And, and what does that mean? What does uh, that say? Oh, I, I can tell you. Hold on. Okay, it means. Oh, it doesn't say. Oh, yeah, bio robotic organism designed uh, overwhelmingly for kissing. For kissing? Yes, for kissing. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you almost had me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how the book ends. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't I don't know how to feel about this, Eli. It's uh, I can't say it sucks. I can't say it sucks because there were some funny moments in it, but I don't read Avengers for funny moments. I I, I really feel like this book wasn't aimed. This what I'm not the target demographic for this, and that's okay. I'm perfectly okay with that. If somebody somebody else might pick up this book and actually like this book, and that's okay. But I can't. I I, I can see a book like this isn't designed for me. However, okay. Remember we said we weren't going to talk about Comic Skate. Okay. They would hate this book. Okay. Yeah. This is the type of book they would target. So I just, want, I I wonder what comics they actually like. <laughs> Right, they don't. They don't seem to like anything, but they know if it's a book with with a black person on it, or a girl on it, or if they're gay or anything like that, then they will go out of their way to target that book, set it on fire, rip it in half, feed it to the dog, piss on it, shit on it, whatever they can do just to get you know clicks and likes and views and stuff like that. Start some petition about shutting down a studio and right. I mean, if you don't like it, just don't read it. I mean, like I said. I, I realize this book is not me. West Coast Avengers, this is not my West Coast Avengers. Hashtag, you know. So what I'm going to do is just not read the second issue. I'm like, okay, I read it. See what it is. I'm done. I'm out. I'm not going to tag it anymore. I've yeah. said what I need to say about the book, and you're not going to see me get issue two just so I can shit on it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. You're not going to start a Facebook group? No. We, we <laughs> hashtag not my West Coast Avengers. I'm not West Coast that. Avengers sucks. <laughs> right. Dot org. <laughs> right. <laughs> Join the movement. You know, I'm not going to do that. You know? Our numbers are growing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I give the book a, a three out of five. It's whatever. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll go. I got Punisher number one. So this is the number one. Um, I'm going to just say best book of the week. Let's say Punisher number one. Oh, did you read this? I did not. I've just been interested oh. in what you got to say about it. Okay. This is, well, they're calling this World War Frank. This is the new story arc. Um, and it's picking up, you know, right after what's been going on, you know, the, the, the Matt Rosenberg uh, run where Punisher had the war machine armor and was going around killing dictators and having superheroes chase him. So he doesn't have the war machine armor anymore, but he's still, like, he's got a taste for going after bigger game now, not just mob bosses and, and gangbangers. So, basically what's going on, Baron Zemo and Hydra is uh, teaming up with Roxxon to basically get that. What's that country where Baron Zemo's from again? Bulgaria or something? I can't remember what country's from. Whatever country, Baron Zemo land. They're trying to basically get them legitimized at the UN. And, um, and they have uh, the Mandarin. Mandarin is going to be like their public spoke, their their their, their publicist, the, the public face of, of Baron Zemo land, and um, and so while that's going on, Frank is tracing all these all their operations. You know, they're hijacking ships, they're 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 um, high, you know they're robbing warehouses and stuff, and and and, and Frank is tracing it all. You know, so basically what happens at the end is there's a UN meeting Mandarin is uh, is given a speech 
and all of a sudden, a bullet comes flying at his head. But he stops the bullet with his magic. But then his magic seems to start failing, and he can't stop the bullet, and the bullet goes right into his brain, and the Mandarin dies. Oh, wow. And who shot the bullet? The Punisher. The Punisher found some magic weapon that could penetrate Mandarin's uh, uh, magic ship. So he basically assassinated the Mandarin on public television. <laughs> wow, okay. And now, you know, Nick Fury's like, God damn it, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically where the book ends. It's like, this is, this is, this is war. You know, Baron Zemo on the last panel, we're going, this is, this means war now, you know. Um, so yeah, that's where it ends. Um, the, there's very little Punisher, just like, it, he's, he's basically, you know, Jason Voorhees again. There's all this political shit going on with Zemo and Mandarin, basically setting up their, 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 their scheme to, on world domination, basically. But then you see little, little glimpses of, of the Punisher doing his shit. And then, of course, it's revealed, then, then you get to see him at the end, you know. So he's like, da-da-da, it's the Punisher, da-da-da, you know. Um, I give it a... I'm a little on the fence with this. I mean, it's 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 not a bad book. Um, the art is great. I mean, the Punisher looks like Dolph Lundgren. You know, he looks like a like he's not like he doesn't look like a Bernthal anymore. He looks like he's an old an old grizzled old badass. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a dude from Warzone. Yeah, yeah. He's big. He's thick and you know square jawed and shit. You know. So I like I like all that. I just always my issue, and I've always had this issue, is the Punisher basically going being in the superpowered world, like being in superpowered tales. You know, um, I always my favorite Punisher is always just the street level vigilante going after mob, going after the mob. Those are I feel are the best stories. And whenever he fought superheroes or teamed up with superheroes, I always thought, eh. You know what I mean? I thought that way he fought Electro. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been moments, of course, the when he fought Wolverine back in day in Punisher War Journal. That was that had us all like, oh my god. But, but I guess um, I always thought he, you know, he's like the, he's best on his own, just existing in his own little level of crime fighting. And uh, but this, I must say. There's all this, um, I mean, there's all these parallels, like socio-economical, political commentary going on with, you have this big giant corporation, you know, with Roxxon, and you have Zemo, this like fascist tyrant, you know, sort of teaming up with this, you know, corporation and trying to, you know, influence politics, you know, <laughs> so there's like these real world connotations going on, and the Punisher is fighting that. So it's like there, this, there is something the Punisher can do on a grander scale. You know what I mean? Instead of just street level shit. So that that interests me, and just for that, I'm gonna see where this goes. So I get that's why I give it a four out of five. Like I said, I'm not. I was never a fan of when Punisher, you know, joins the Thunderbolts or the Midnight Suns, and he's running around with Ghost Rider and and Morbius and all that shit. Right. You know, I was never a fan of that, but. This is it seems intriguing, so I'm gonna see where it goes. So yeah. Cool. Oh, is that it? Is yes. it you and got? All right, I'll do one more real quick. Go for it. All right, Venom number five, and this continues to be awesome. Yeah, the Venom book. 
Donny Cates. Donny Cates, y'all. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Stegman, J.P. Mayer. This book is dope. Um, you know, as a quick recap, um, Eddie Brock's uh, Venom has it, – it turns out that there is a the original symbiote uh, named the God Null, which is the original symbiote uh, that, that, that basically spawned – it's the alpha symbiote and all the other symbiotes answer to. And he's been revealed to basically trying to take over the universe again, and he's um, reforming all the symbiotes back in, like basically taking control. All the symbiotes basically answer to him. They're a hive mind. But uh, Venom's symbiote, Eddie Brock's other, resisted. Now, what happened it was uh, there was a fight in the last issue between Null, Venom, and Miles Morales. And uh, they were consumed by by the god Null. And this b- book opens up where they're fall. Miles and Eddie Brock are falling from the sky, you know, and um, they're falling. And Eddie's like, man, shoot, shoot a web, man. Shoot some sort of web or some sort of web parachute, you know, that Peter Parker does. And Miles like, I ain't Peter Parker, man. I can't do that shit. Ain't you got some Venom shit you can do? He's like, no, man, I can't do that. And it doesn't work that way. And then you hear... Uh, uh, Eddie starts hearing his other talk to him. He's like, dude, just just grab the kid and just relax and let me do everything. So that's what he does. They're falling in the, they're falling through the sky, and he grabs Miles, and then, boom, fucking Venom sprouts these big giant dragon wings, and it's fucking awesome. Damn. Okay. <laughs> and it's two page splash of Venom with uh with with these big giant wings and shit, and it's fucking dope, and and. and and he's like, where the fuck did you get this from? He says, well, you know when I was talking to Null? Well, I was basically, I got, uh, I was exposed to his powers and his abilities. And I basically, I've always been able to do this. It's just I never knew how again. I'm figuring out how now. So now there's a bunch of abilities that I, I, I have access to now that we never had before. So it's like, cool. So, but how are we going to beat this guy? This guy is basically the god of the symbiotes. How, we, we're not powerful enough to fight him. So... He's like, okay, we got to go back after Rex, the 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 Vietnam vet. And that's where back to the beginning of the of this arc, there was a Vietnam veteran who was who went under um, him and his squad, uh, went under some shield experiment where they gave them the symbiote. Now that symbiote was a strain from Null, the original. Their their symbiote is a part of the original symbiote strain. So um, Null. Had attacked that caravan with the squad and took those symbiotes. He's only he only needs one more to be complete, and that's Rex. So he knows that Rex is the last piece, and he will be complete again. But um, Eddie goes there. He's like, dude, what's up, man? You got you you, uh, you you've been holding secrets for me, and it turns out, yeah, Rex is actually dead, and I'm all symbiote. So he transforms into one of those symbiotes. The original symbiotes It's like we got we are not going to be able to take him out on our own. So we gotta be, uh, form basically join together and take him on. So Eddie basically absorbs Rex's symbiote into him. So that's two symbiotes inside Eddie now, <laughs> and he's oh, like this okay. big giant. <laughs> he's just this big giant badass Venom. You, know, oh, you think they'd and, be fighting against each other, but okay. <laughs> like, no, well, they're the high mind. They know that that null is coming. So they know that, that he's the alpha. And they know that they're, and I was like, okay, but we, we, we need to, uh, what I, 
He's like, we, we, we're going we're gonna to need some help uh, still uh, fighting this guy. So uh, we, need some, we might need some extra help. And they go to this like arsenal that Rex had. It's just all these guns and shit. So it's back to the 90s of guns. It reminds me of when Spawn says, okay, we can't use our powers all the time. We got to get some guns. So that's what he does. <laughs> right. the, la- the last page is you know Venom going to this arsenal and all these guns. So to be continued. And this is, yeah. Five out of five. This book is just dope. And this is leading, and I guess next week, is it next week? They're going to do uh, the 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 Venom. Venom. It's Venom, but with N-A-M, as in Vietnam. What? Okay. So we're going to see, we're going to see, I guess we're going to see Rex's story of how he was in Vietnam and shit. So that's what I'm waiting for. So, yeah. Can't wait. Hmm. Larry's gonna shit on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna go on this movie and be like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, none of this shit happened. Okay. Uh, yeah, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We have other podcasts. We have our sister podcast, Geek Sav. We also have the uh, Comics Cast. We have the Geek Comics. We have Get Valiant. We have Voodoo TV. We have this Instruments Instruction. Whew. Did I name all of them? Maybe, did you? I don't know. That's the first <laughs> so time I got them all right. There's so many podcasts. But you want to listen to them because, like I said, I guarantee you they're going to review the same books and they are not going to have the same opinion we do. I guarantee you. <laughs> Shit we like, they hate. They, they probably would love West Coast Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, like I said, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We we'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. <laughs> Yo, tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Don't tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Don't tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna really, really, really wanna zig a zig. If you want my future, forget my If you wanna be my lover, you gotta get with my friends.